And a very good Friday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Older Pain Podcast, September the 8th, Friday, September the 8th, 2023. And the Joe Beningo Older Pain Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. By needed discount tire, and of course, our friends at DraftKings back for a third consecutive season. Now, we're going to do our NFL picks for week one coming up today. Uh, and we're going to have a little new wrinkle to the NFL picks. My wife is also going to be picking. So what we're going to do, <laughs> what we're going to do, and we'll get to it in a few minutes, what we're going to do is really, we'll each pick three games. I'm going to give you my knockout pool pick as well. So that's a little new uh, wrinkle that we're going to do to the NFL picks uh, on every Friday. And don't forget, starting on Tuesday, we'll be doing a podcast Monday after the opening weekend of the season, and we'll uh, do a special podcast on Tuesday to break down Monday night's Jet game, and we'll that'll be an hour. So starting Tuesday, we'll move the podcast to an hour on Tuesday and Fridays, but we'll continue with the half-hour format uh, for today. Before we get into the picks and all of that, got to talk about last night's opening game of the NFL season for 2023. Terrific game, and the Detroit Lions last night really made a statement against the defending world champion Chiefs, beating them 21-20 in Kansas City. Now, the Chiefs did not have Travis Kelsey last night, and uh, that was a you could see that was a, a big part of them losing this football game. Boy, they missed him uh, big time. Uh, they also didn't have their great defensive tackle, Chris Jones, who is holding out right now. He was in the building, but certainly not on the field, sitting up in the press box somewhere, wherever he was, up in uh, one of the suites. So, but anyway, Detroit made a statement, man. They look good. How about Dan Campbell early in the game? Detroit wins at 21 20, if I didn't say the final score. Dan Campbell early in the game, the Lion coach. No score yet in the game. Detroit's got a, a fourth and two, probably on their own 18-yard line. Campbell goes for it, gets the first down from his old eight, own 18-yard line early in the game. What a tone set there. The Lions drown, drive down the field and score a touchdown, take a 7-0 lead. Uh, Jared Goff hitting uh, this guy, St. Brown, who's a terrific receiver. What's his name? Ahmad Ross St. Brown, one of the real underrated receivers in football, catches the touchdown. They're up 7-0. Chiefs eventually take a 14-7 lead in this game. Mahomes starts to get it going. Uh, one drive hits a third and 17 for a big first down. I think it was to uh, Valdez Scantling, the former Green Bay Packer. So the Chiefs jump out uh, to a 14-7 lead. I guess that was the score at halftime. Then came to me the biggest play, really the biggest play of the game, game-changing play. And the ex-giant Zedarius Tony had a brutal game. I mean, he was terrible last night. On so many different levels, he was open a number of times, couldn't hang on to passes. But maybe the most egregious one, 14-7 Kansas City. Mahomes hits Tony right in the hands. The ball bounces off his hands. It's picked off by the uh, Detroit Lions uh, rookie uh, defensive back branch, the kid out of Alabama. He takes it to the house for a touchdown, ties the game at 14-14. Now the Chiefs come back. They take a 20-14 lead. They're unable to get the ball. They put the ball in the end zone, though. They had to settle for two Harrison Buckner field goals, and they take a 20-14 to 14 lead. And then the Lions uh, amount the game-winning drive, which eventually uh, scores on uh, by David Montgomery, the former Chicago Bear, uh, now uh, along with the uh, the kid from Alabama, and I can't think of his name right now, he had a very good get Gibbs running the football. He, had, he looked good last night for Detroit as well. Montgomery scores a touchdown. They take a 21-20 lead. You know – but there were some curious things in this game by Andy Reid. Later on, the Chiefs have the ball. They got a fourth and 20. I don't know. Maybe they're on their own 40-yard line, 35-yard line, whatever it is. 
There's still about two minutes and 10 seconds left in the game. They're down by a point. They have all their timeouts. They have the two-minute warning. And Andy Reid decides to go for it on fourth and 20. Now, they get a full stop penalty on that initially when they go for it. And I'm saying to myself, okay, they get this full start. They pushed it back five yards. You got to punt now, don't you, if you're Chiefs? With all the time, with basically four timeouts left in the bag, don't you got to punt? Andy Reid doesn't punt. Goes for it on fourth and 25. I couldn't believe it. Doesn't get the first down. The um, the Lions take over in tremendous field position on about the 30-yard line of the Chiefs. They eventually confer a fourth down to seal the win as the Chiefs are out of timeouts. And they, they're kneeling with a minute and 40 to go in the game and a huge win for the Lions. I mean, I just a tremendous win for the Lions. <clears throat> and uh, this is a team that's going to be reckoned with, I'll tell you. I will not be surprised if Detroit, I mean, to me, Detroit should win the AFC, the uh, NFC North. I mean, I don't even think it should be debatable that they got the best team in that division. And they certainly, like I said, they really look good. Aiden Hutchinson, the great pass rusher of the, of the Lions, the second-year kid out of Michigan with his family in the stands, he had a great game. I mean, he was putting pressure on Holmes all night long, coming off the edge. The uh, right tackle guy they got, the Kansas City guy they got from Jacksonville, his name Baller. Forget the guy's name, Haller, I think his name is. All night looked like he was he was getting off the ball too soon because he had to move quick because of Hutchinson getting off the ball the way he was. So a great opener, terrific game to start the season. No doubt about it. Had to like it. I'm sure the ratings were through the roof. And the Lions go on to win it. 21 to 20 over the Chiefs. Uh, looks like Kelsey, Kansas City plays Jacksonville next week, which is not going to be an easy game. Um, I, I think it's in Jacksonville. And Kelsey is supposedly be back for next week. And Jones is going to sit out, Chris Jones, at least the first eight games of the season. Because once that happens, when if he comes back for game nine, he still gets his full salary for this year. So, um, we'll see if the, I mean, look, if I'm Kansas city, I got to give this guy a deal. Don't I? Right. You just saw Nick Bosa get 102, 122 million guaranteed from the 49ers, you know, and they haven't won anything yet. I mean, let's be honest, you know, Nick Bosa hasn't won any Super Bowls yet. Chris Jones has already won two and been to three with the chiefs. Maybe the chiefs got to ante up the money for this guy. Now the chief defense didn't look too bad last night. I thought they played pretty well. Uh, you know, they really only gave up the two touchdowns, uh, The obviously the one touchdown on the interception return. But uh, great opening night game, pumped up for the weekend, for the uh, start of the NFL season. And let's go. I mean, let's rock and roll. I'm ready to rock and roll. And uh, we'll see what happens as we move on. The Giants, of course, open Sunday night against the Cowboys. The Jets, of course, Monday night against the Bills. The much ballyhooed hit my wife panting in the background. The much who <laughs> opener. And I know, look, there's a lot of people that want to see the Jets fall flat on their face. I mean, let's talk. Let, let's let's tell it like it is. You got my buddy Brian Costello at the New York Post saying the Jets are going to go eight and nine on the season. What a disaster that would be. And lose late in the season to Cleveland and New England to knock themselves out of the playoffs. You know, sometimes I really think, and I've said this, look, let's be honest about it. These guys that cover the team, they don't want to see him win. You think Costello wants to see the Jets win? You think Rich Samini, these guys, they don't want to see him win because that's not a good story. The story is Aaron Rodgers comes here. They, you know, all the hype, all the hoopla, hard knocks, all the nonsense in the offseason, right? Everything surrounding Rodgers being here. And they would love nothing better, these beat writers, than to see the Jets fall flat on their freaking face. Let's be real. 
I want to stick it to everybody. Really. I mean, I, you know, the coach talks about salad talks about receipts. Well, there's a lot of goddamn receipts out there and it's time to start cashing them in. And that includes everybody they're playing in the NFL this year, starting with the hated Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. It's time to stick it up their ass. It really is. It really is. And DJ Reed made those comments about, you know, we want to, we think we're as good as the 85 Bears. We think we're as good as the Legion of Boom Seattle Seahawks defense. All of that stuff that he said, okay, you know what? Go out there and back it up now. I don't mind it. I don't care. They already got a bullet on They already got a bullseye on their back. Everybody's going to be gunning for them anyway, right? So let's go. I mentioned this last uh, Friday at the podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. A uh, young man came up, asked me a question, took a picture with me. He had a, a dragon on his um, on his uh, T-shirt. And I said, oh, the dragon. I said, we got to slay the dragon. He goes, no, Joe, we got to be the dragon. Really? Exactly. We got to be the dragon. It's time to start beating the crap out of everybody in this league. And if DJ Reed feels that confident about this football team, you know what? Why not? Now you got to go out and back it up. Everybody's against you anyway. Now you got to go out and back it up. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere on Monday night there. It's going to be insanity. You know, this is the most anticipated Jet game probably since they beat the Patriots all the way back in 2015 uh, to put themselves in position where they were one win away from the playoffs. Remember that win in overtime, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, hitting uh, Eric Decker for the game-winning touchdown. And that's the last time the Jets have beaten the Patriots. And that's 100 years ago now. What is it, 14 straight losses to them? And we all know what happened the following week when he went to Buffalo and laid a major egg to get to the playoffs against the Bills. So it's been a long time. 2010, the last time they made the playoffs. 2015, the last time they had a winning season. It's time now for this franchise. And I've said this over and over and over again. If the Jets don't win now, when the hell are they winning? When? To me, there's a two-year window. Maybe Rodgers will be here three years. There's a two-year two window to win a Super Bowl. And sure, you want to be in the playoffs this year. That's the minimum. I want to win a division. And there's no reason that this team can't. They got a loaded team. God, thank God they came out of a training camp healthy, you know, and, and ready to play play some football. Let's go, man. We got a big-time defense, supposedly, right? Here's the key to the defense, okay? Here's the two things you got to do. You got to rush the passer, right? Get to the quarterback. We got all these guys on the defensive line right now, led by Quinn Williams. I think Jermaine Johnson is going to have a breakout year. You know, you got all these guys to get after the quarterback. Go get them, right? You got you to put pressure on the quarterback, and you got to force turnovers. You want to be the 85 Bears? That's what they did, you know? Richard Dent, Mike Singletary, Otis Wilson, Dan Hampton, Steve McMichael. We go right on down the line. Dave Dorson, Wilbur Marshall. This is what these guys did. Put pressure on them. Beat quarterbacks up. I think they knocked like eight or nine quarterbacks out of games that year back in 1985. You think maybe Buddy Ryan had a little bounty on that? <laughs> anyway, you know, that's what they did. And that's what this Jet team's got to do now. They got to go get the quarterback, and they got to take the goddamn ball away because they didn't do it last year. As good as their defense was, they didn't force turnovers. They only forced two turnovers over the last eight games of the season. And that's not cutting it. You want to be the 85 Bears? You got to start taking the ball away. You got to beat the quarterback up, take the ball away, and put the ball in the end zone on a defensive for defensive touchdowns. We saw they hated New England Patriots last year. Score seven defensive touchdowns. That's right. Seven freaking defensive touchdowns last year by the New England Patriots. And that's what the Jets have to do. And it is time now. 
If we don't win now with this guy, like I said, we're never winning. We are never winning. And I know a lot of people are concerned about the offensive line. I'm really not. By the way, the Lions have a terrific offensive line led by Penny Sewell, who, uh, well, how good is he? They really do. That's one thing about Detroit, man. They got a solid offensive line. And we're going to find out about this Jet offensive line. Been a lot said about it. I think it's going to be pretty good. You got Dwayne Brown on one side. You got Becton on the other side. You got Tomlinson. You got AVT, Elijah Vera Tucker at the guards. Darren, uh, Connor McGovern starting at center. And let's go. Let's get it done. This team should be able to run the ball. We got a bunch of running backs. We got Dalvin Cook in now. Brees Hall's back. You got Michael Carter. You got the kid, Abanaconda, out of pit, who survived, looked look like a scary injury in, in, spring, in, um, in preseason. I'm pumped up, man. I'm ready to go. Let's go out and be the dragon. Not just, don't slay the dragon. Let's be the dragon. Let's start being the team to beat in this league. And there's no reason they can't be. And remember, everybody's out to, out to get you. Just keep that in mind, everybody. All my jet, my jet team, my head coach, everybody involved, they are out to get you. They want to see you fall flat on your face, starting with the media here in New York, starting with the beat writers. There's some guys that aren't. Steve Serby, Mark Cannizzaro. You know, Serby pitched the Jets to win the division. Cannizzaro's got him going to the Super Bowl. But I'm talking about specifically guys like Samini, who've been doing this forever, who really hates the Jets, let's be honest. And the same thing with Costello. He wants to see him lose. You know they do. They want to sit there and tell you, see, I knew it. I told you. You know, that's the bottom line. <laughs> so we talk about the receipts that Robert Sal- Robert Sala has to go get. No doubt about it. Got to start. Got to get all these receipts. The, the entire NFL, the AFC East, certainly the New England Patriots, and you got to stick it to all these sports writers who really don't like it. <clears throat> all right. But then go to the Oda Payne podcast. Uh, let's get the sponsors in here, and then we'll we'll uh, have the debut of Mrs. B with her picks. And she's been very, working very hard on this, I got to tell you. So, anyway. The Hackensack Brewing Company, you know the deal. Uh, located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack. Who needs a house out in Hackensack? Tap rooms open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8. Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. We'll let you know when our next live podcast will be. We'll see. Maybe Evan will be back with it. He's back and he's healthy again now. Thank God. Uh, maybe it'll be Fireman Ed. We'll let you know. Probably sometime in October will be the uh, the next live podcast. And we'll keep you abreast of that. But go check him out. Go see Mike Jones, TJ Herb, Andre, the whole Mishpuka over there. Uh, check out my Oda Payne beer. I guess TJ now is transitioning from the baseball pa- <coughs> packaging with the Met Colors to the jet colors with the <coughs> green and white on the Yoda Payne beer. But go check it out. The Hackensack Brewing Company will let you know when our next live podcast will be. I need a discount tire. Go see Johnny, my son. Go see Ari. Johnny pumped up as his uh, New Orleans Saints with their new quarterback, Derek Carr, will open up the season against Tennessee at home on Sunday. I like the Saints a lot. I mean, I think the Saints should win a division. I'd be surprised if they don't. Yet if the NFC South, not very tough right now. So, uh, but... Go see Johnny. Go see Ari, his boss. Uh, you know, you need work done on your car. You need tires, anything along those lines. Even they'll even inspect your car for you. Um, in Rivervale, New Jersey, on Westwood Avenue, check out Anita Discount Tire. Tell them I sent you. And, of course, DraftKings. And we know the deal. And can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy. Well, 
Thank God that that's all over. The NFL is here. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sporting bet partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everybody up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you got. Download now and use code O the pain, just like the podcast, to sign up. New new customers could take up take home two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly just by betting five dollars. That's code O the pain O H T H E P A I N. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. You got a gram uh, a grambling. That's the university. The gambling problem. Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, uh, I guess that's in Kansas City, 21 plus age varies by uh, or Kansas, I should say. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See a dknj.co slash ccdk. That's S-E-E-S-E-E. Dknj.co co slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Check out DraftKings. Uh, we thank them again for being with us for the third consecutive year. All right, here we go. Time now for the NFL picks week one in the National Football League. Now, a little different format this year. Three picks each, my, myself and my wife. And then at the end, I'll give you my pick uh, for the various knockout pools. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Very difficult. Week one is always to me, maybe week one and week 17, always or 18 now, are always the toughest uh, weeks to pick. You got nothing to base anything on. <clears throat> you just try to, you know, you try to look at last year. Maybe you look at the teams that are hyped, whatever you're going to do. But it's always difficult. There is a number of home underdogs this week. And I love home. I mean, I I, I kind of grab, you'll see, I, all three of my picks are home underdogs this week. So, you know, that's kind of the way that I wanted to go. So, uh, you know, without any further ado, it's never easy in week one. Here we go. Little drum roll. Da, 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 da. I wish I had like the the music, you know, the old NFL films music, right? I wish I had that, like the Raiders song. I can't think. I can't get it in my mind now. How the Raiders, uh, the songs now, but it's it's there. But I wish I had that, you know, little John Facenda, like you know, okay, and here's Beningo, the Beningos with their picks, week one. <laughs> I don't sound anything like John Facenda. Here we go. Here's my coffee, and I'm off. Game one, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers at home getting two and a half against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I, I know a lot of people love the Steelers this year. They're on them. They think Kenny Pickett's going to have a big breakout year in his second year. You never can discount, discount, uh, discount Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches in the league. They always have a solid defense. Even last year, after, you know, it looked like they were going to have a terrible year. They still wound up going nine and eight when all was said and done. Now, everybody loves the Niners. They're one of the trendy picks this year. A lot of people got them going to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. 
Remember they lost in the NFC title game last year to the Eagles in Philadelphia when they wound up with no quarterbacks and basically were playing a single wing with Christian McCaffrey getting direct snaps. So um, a lot of people like the Niners, but I think this is I, – I love the Steelers getting points at home. So give me Pittsburgh plus two and a half at home against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. That's game one. Here comes Mrs. Beningo. And go ahead, Ter. Give us your uh, your pick here for your uh, for game one of your three picks. Let's go. <laughs> My first pick is – Get closer here. Get closer to the mic. My you know? first pick is – You can sit down. I mean, you know, here. Sit, will you? I'm picking the Vikings because I feel that Kirk Cousins is a far better quarterback. He's more solid than Baker Mayfield of, of – uh, the Bucks now again. Now, what's and, the line on this game? Now, the, the Vikings are a six point favorite in this game, yes. right? So, you're picking Minnesota laying the six at home against Tampa, yes. All right, all right, there you yep. go. So, there's pick one for Mrs. B. All right, pick two. I told you, I'm going all home underdogs as much as I hate them. I'm taking the Patriots getting four at home against the Eagles. A game we'll see here in New York, 425. I'll be locked in for that game now. One one caveat to this game, you know I hate the Patriots, but I like them getting points at home. You know, the Eagles lost both their coordinators in the offseason, both their offensive and defense coordinators and now head coaches in the NFL. Uh, that's got to be a little bit of hit on, a little bit of a hit on this team. I'm taking New England. I think that you're if you're a Jet fan like me, you're rooting for New England to lose by 3, right? So they cover the number, but you still win. And how about this? Apparently, I was reading this in the post yesterday. Bill Belichick and his longtime girlfriend, I think about 17 years or 18 years, he's been going out with her, have had a big breakup. And she refuses to leave their house in Nantucket. How about this? <laughs> so Bill's got some issue, maybe a little lack of focus for Bill here, right? And I'm not worried about it. Bill get on the field, he ain't going to be thinking about his girlfriend. But nevertheless, and I guess she's, I guess she's, they're not married, but I guess he's got, she's got some hooks in him because she's the, the head of his Charity Foundation. Oh, my God. What a, what a disaster is right, my wife says. So, you know, my heart's not bleeding for Bill. When we play him in three weeks, you got to beat the shit out of him. You know that. <laughs> but I'm taking the Patriots plus four at home against Philadelphia on Sunday. Game two, Tear, take it away. Um, I'm picking the Falcons. They're getting three and a half. They're, no, they're favored no, they're by favored. three. Right. I'm sorry. Got to help her a little bit. This is, an, this is the virgin voyage. <laughs> Atlanta very virgin voyage. Atlanta is a three and a half point favorite. Yeah. Over the Panthers. Right. You know, I love Alabama. I know Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. He's a rookie. I love Roll Tide, but I'm going with the Falcons. I just feel better about that game. Okay. So Terry going with Atlanta, laying the three and a half at home against the uh the Carolina Panthers, who I think are going to be have a really tough year. Frank Reich, of course, not a head coach. All right. Pick three for me. I'm doing it, Jet fans. I'm taking us, okay? <laughs> We're getting two and a half, home underdogs. I'm telling you, I, I, I feel pretty good about this game. Let's go. You know, I'm not going to be negative here right now. I want to win. It's time. Like I said, it's time not only to slay the goddamn dragon, it's time to beat a dragon. Buffalo's had their issues. Apparently, there's still an issue between Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Remember, the Bills lost their defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier. Von Miller, their number one, the, the future Hall of Fame pass rusher, he's out in this game. 
There's no reason the Jets don't go in there and take care of business. Now, look, uh, we still haven't seen Rodgers play in a real game outside of a couple series in that giant preseason game. It's time, man. If this team don't win now, when the hell are they winning? It's going to be a playoff atmosphere there at MetLife on Monday night. It's going to be an insane scene. Um, let, uh, hey, this team, as I mentioned, this team came out of the uh, training camp. They came out pretty healthy. There's no reason they beat Buffalo once last year with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Should have beat him twice. Maybe if C.J. Mosley doesn't jump offside on a fourth down play where everybody knew the Bills weren't running a play, maybe they would have won the game. So there's no reason they can't take care of business against this team. I'm doing it. You want to say Beringo's giving it a kiss at that? I don't really give a damn. Give me the Jets <laughs> plus two and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. I am ready to roll. All right. So you got my picks. Go ahead, Tia. Go. All Go right. with your final pick. I'm picking the Raiders over the Broncos for obvious reasons. They're getting three and a half. Right. In Denver. In Denver. Russell Wilson. I don't know. I think his best days are behind him. And I got to go with Jimmy Garoppolo for a few reasons. Probably the first reason is he's a pretty freaking good looking guy. So give him the ball and let's roll. <laughs> All right. So there you go. <coughs> They're going with the Raiders. Sean Payton, of course, not a head coach. Just win, baby. Right. They, right. Al Davis. Um, Sean Payton, of course, not a head coach in Denver. All right. So we'll recap in a second. But let me give you my knockout pick. There's really two places you can go for the knockout pool. Uh, you can go with the Ravens. Over over Houston, they're a 10-point favorite at home, but the knockout pool, the, the uh, spread don't matter. You can go with the Ravens at home against the Texans. You can go with the Commanders at home against the Cardinals, who I think are going to be the worst team in the NFL. I'm a, You know what? I'm going with the Ravens. I just feel a little better about, about Baltimore. I know maybe – I know uh, I'll mention Kenny's name again, the great Kenny Scar Scarabaggio. We played golf with him yesterday. He's taking the Commanders here because he said, well, when am I going to use Washington if I don't use him here, which is a good point. But I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, I, I want to just get to week two. So my knockout pick for week one, the Baltimore Ravens over the Houston Texans. Okay, so we're, let's review. So the Joe Beningo picks for week one. As I said, I took three home underdogs. Give me the Steelers plus two and a half at home against San Francisco. Give me the Patriots plus four at home against Philly. And give me the Jets plus two and a half at home against the uh, Buffalo Bills. And my knockout pick, will be the Ravens over the Houston Texans. Tay, you want to give your picks again? Yeah, throw them out there with the spreads. All right. Vikings over the Bucks. Minus, Minus six points. Minus six points. All right, get the spreads in there. Okay, sorry. I apologize. No, don't ap this. There's no apologies. Go ahead. There's nothing wrong here. Go. Uh, the Falcons over the Panthers, three and a half. Right, Falcons laying three laying and a half. three and a half. Right. I apologize, people. No, this no is apologies. a virgin voyage, and I'm taking the Raiders, baby. Let's just win over the Broncos. They're getting three and a half. There you go. Good job by you. And you know what's going to happen with my wife here? Like, she's like, you had to see her working a lot. She's looking at the, you know, the thing in the post where they got the breakdown for the season, who's the quarterbacks, who's the coach, this, that, all this stuff, right? And, but you know what's going to happen. She's still, let's say she goes 3-0 this week, and I go like 1-2, okay? Or I go like 0-3, right? That's it. That's going to be the beginning of the, the war will start. 
because my wife is an extremely <laughs> you got to see her on a golf course. My wife is extremely competitive. She loves to win. You know, she's brutal when it comes. She's she's vicious. Like she puts like you know like she puts the Bernard King game face on. <laughs> so you you can see if she starts winning, what's going to happen here? But uh, we'll see. But uh, pumped up for week one. You got the picks for week one. I'm very very excited about it. One more thing before I go, I just got to say this, and I'm going to say this tomorrow when I do the show on uh, WFAN, my uh, Saturday morning 10 o'clock soiree. I do not want this guy Stearns as the GM or the head of baseball operations for the Mets. Do we really want another freaking, you know, sabermetric analytic geek running this team? Another Ivy League guy who thinks he's smarter than everybody else? Is this what we want? Some Ivy League guy that's going to tell us that Pete Alonso is not that good, so let's trade him, right? Is this what we want? How about an old-school baseball guy, right? How about that? How about we get away from all the analytics? How about we get away from all the stupid sabermetric crap, right? I, I'm so tired of it, really. I don't. I, I could see already I don't like this guy, Stearns. And here's the other thing. What does he want? Has this guy want anything? I love these guys. These guys are all like, oh, they're hot commodities. Now, this isn't this isn't Theo Epstein who you know ended two uh, curses in Boston and Chicago. This is another just another typical baseball geek that's won nothing. It's like with freaking Billy Bean, right in Oakland. Everybody, oh Billy Bean, they're making movies about him. They got Brad Pitt playing him, and he and he A's and won nothing. And now they want to maybe they're probably the worst team in baseball. I don't want this guy Stearns. I tell you, give me old mom and I back to run the team. Can you? I just had to get that in there. I'll expound on that more tomorrow on the show. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football. Tomorrow at 10 o'clock on the fan. And then, of course, uh, we'll be back with the with the podcast on Monday as well as Tuesday after the Jet game. All the love, everybody. Let it go.